Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. It was hard to miss, but this last week was the rummage sale. And there were two things that really stood out to me this year. One, the sheer volume of stuff that came through that building was astonishing. But two, and much more important than that, was the willingness of some of our own people, part of this community, to just step up and serve, to help when needed. People who weren't planning to help at all. They weren't signed up. They weren't planning to be there. In fact, their plan was to come drop some stuff off and then go off to wherever they had next. And yet when they got there and dropped their things off, they looked around and said, do you need any help? And we looked around at the piles and piles of stuff, thinking of all the tasks that had yet to be done, and all the shoppers who would soon come. We didn't turn down any help. It's even more amazing because they didn't stay just for five or ten minutes, but most of them stayed for an hour or more, thinking first of others rather than themselves. That's the focus for us today as we look at God's word for us from Philippians chapter 2. It's also our focus as we continue our sermon series, looking through the values at St. Paul's of who we are and what we seek to be. Today, considering our value, our third value, that we are connected in Christ. So we go back again, Philippians chapter 3. God's word says, In humility, count others more significant than yourselves. To count is to think or to reckon or to consider. Consider others more significant than yourselves. Key word there is more, not just equal to, certainly not less than, but more. Consider others more significant than yourselves. And who but others? So not just family, not just friends, but anybody and everybody. But it goes on and gives us a little bit more. Continues verse 4 and says, Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Look to the interests of others. Or to put it another way, pay attention to what others need. Key word there is, what do they need? Not what we think they need, but what is the true felt need of others? And arguably, this is one of the most important aspects of serving, truly serving other people. Serving what they need. Because unfortunately... Even the most well-intended actions, when uninformed by what the true felt need is, can not only just be unhelpful, sometimes even create more challenges for people or communities. And if we only think about serving people in ways such as providing food or clothing or shelter, we might completely miss the opportunity that God has put before us, the opportunity to share the gospel with others. So think, for example, about our community right here in De Pere, here in West County? Are those really the primary needs of the people in this area? Are food, clothing, and shelter really the primary needs in this area? Or maybe are the needs a little bit less visible? Needs that can be concealed, even hidden from others. Needs like addiction, divorce, grief, or many other things. If we only think about serving people with what we think they need, we can completely miss what God has put before us. 
And so God says to us today, have this mind amongst yourselves. Think about others as more significant than yourselves. Think about what they truly need, and then do what you can to meet that need for them. But again, does it tell us when to do this or how often? No, it just simply says, have this mind amongst yourselves. I mean, it's a way of thinking. It's a way of being. It's the way that we live every day, everywhere we go, with everybody we meet. As the saying goes, much easier said than done, right? Especially because our sinful nature gets in the way. Our sinful pride, making us think that that's not something for us to do. That's not my responsibility. Why should I have to help them with that? Why can't they take care of that on their own? Or sinful selfishness getting in the way. So consumed with what we want, coveting what we want from others, what we don't have, that we don't even leave time to think about what others need. But then there's the fact that serving is not always that glamorous. It certainly wasn't this last week with the rummage sale. It's not all that glamorous to sit there and sort through piles and piles of clothing and dishes and knickknacks. It's not all that glamorous to take a load of trash to the dumpster that you don't even want to touch with your bare hands. Our sinful nature gets in the way. But more than that, we live in a world today that is constantly encouraging a me culture with phrases like, you do you. You do what's good for you, you do what you want, and I'll do my own thing over here. Or the acronym that was popular a few years back, but YOLO. You only live once. You only live once, so live it up, and live it up however you want. Mottos and phrases like these, plus social media, apps, TV, movies, and so many other things that encourage a me culture. How I feel, how I look, what I want, me and myself. Unfortunately, the devil is all too aware of these temptations that we experience. And the devil, in his goal to cause as much division as possible, will seek to exploit that focus more on the self rather than the others. A truth we saw again this last year, year and a half more than ever, in new and various ways, exploiting the focus on self rather than others. It's not easy. It is not easy to have this mind amongst ourselves. But it's what we do. It's what we get to do. We get to do this because this is what Christ has done for us. Because Jesus isn't just some example of how to live a good life. He is the very means of making us who we are. Again, God's word for us today says, Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Jesus is in the form of God, meaning he is God. He is perfect, he is righteous, he is eternal, always was and always will be. And he exists beyond humans, separate from us, not not coerced nor controlled by us. And yet, as it says right here, 
He did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. Now this is not to say that he could not attain equality with God. But rather it is to say that he did not count equality with God something to cling onto. Rather, he was willing to set it aside, to set aside his divine powers at times in what we refer to as the state of humiliation. All those human things that he did, particularly as listed here in our reading today, by being made nothing, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and humble himself even to the point of death, death on a cross. And this is what he's done for you for me, for everyone, for the sinners in this world, the ones who focus far too much on themselves, on our own pride and selfishness and opinions, the ones who, as it says in Romans chapter 6, are slaves to sin. And yet for those, for you and for me, he did this because that's how significant he considers you. That's how valuable you are to him. You matter so much to him that he's willing to do this for you. He's willing to give up his entire life because that's how much you matter to him. And so have this mind amongst yourselves because it is yours in Christ Jesus. He doesn't just do this for you, but he then personally applies it to you through your holy baptism. That when you're baptized into Christ, you have this mind in Christ. As it says in Galatians chapter 2, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And so this is how we get to live. This is what we get to do. This is why we get to share how valuable all people are to him. Christ's immeasurable love is what moves us to serve the community and one another. His love moves us to serve one another here at St. Paul's through opportunities like the rummage sale or ushering at weekend services, teaching Sunday school, and so many other opportunities. And Christ's love also moves us to serve our community, whether that be listening to someone, maybe holding a door, sharing a smile with someone, even carrying their groceries. Or maybe actually referring to someone, someone to professional help because you can't actually meet their need. Or so many other opportunities. But this is what we're about here at St. Paul's. Because this is what we're about as followers of Christ. It's who he made us to be. And it's how we get to live. Amen. Now may the peace of God which passes all understanding Guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.